I was the one that sat in that room and was told three words, change or die. I was the one. And you're sitting in front of you and realize this. Realize this. I had two, two, two shots at life. And I almost lost the one. This one I have now in front of you, all of you, I am hanging on for dear life and everybody in this audience would have to rip it from me. That's how much passion I have about living because I know it's important. So do you. So do you. Good afternoon. I'm Michael Knight. Welcome to Change or Die. So you've had an opportunity to see my beginning where I've made mistakes losing 108 pounds and sending myself into a dire strait of adrenal fatigue and depression. Because, again, it was all worth it because I was thin. It started to change. I started to be a little healthier, a little more conscious of what was going in my mouth. But again, I was doing it. It was in my brain that I was making better decisions. Not the smartest decisions, just better decisions. Sort of like when you eat a salad with chicken or you have a protein shake. In your brain, you're thinking, I'm doing better. But are you doing the best? In my room with kids or everybody else, especially the kids because I have a passion for them and we have a Gets Kids program, I have this saying, WWMS. Good, better, best choices in what would Mike say? I never say a bad decision because when we get kids to eat these days, that's a victory in most cases. So where does it change? Where do I get my breaks? Because obviously some of you don't even know me, know my name, where I came from, nothing. You know why? Because for 17 years, 365 days a year, my gym has never been closed, ever. If I'm going out of town on vacation, there was coverage. But if I'm home, I'm in my gym seven days a week because they want me to make them better. I get paid to do that. See, a lot of trainers are going to put their name on a door, get a lot of interns, a lot of trainers that haven't had the experience they have, and go on. And again, it's not fair because you're taking inexperienced trainers and coaches and trusting those people with your kids. And it was not more prevalent when I spoke as a keynote speaker at the NFL Combine three weeks ago. And I watched kids that didn't know how to squat, didn't know a lot of the particular exercises to do. And I thought, how is this possible? How is this possible? Well, it's very easy. We go to high school. I didn't have a weight room. Did you? Or a weightlifting coach? If you did, maybe it was an intern. Maybe it was a guy that graduated. Maybe it was a coach. You go to college, unless you're in Alabama, Michigan, Notre Dame, you're at the mercy of another four years of someone who may be the strength coach for the entire college. You're not going to get the experience necessary to get you stronger 99% of the time. And it was evident. So when you got stronger, you were pushing heavy weights because if we put something in our hands and we lift it enough times, your body will change. That wasn't good enough for me, and that's why I sit here today. So where did my breaks come? Well, I was cast in the movie Red Dawn. Remember, I was the kid, 339 pounds, that was given two years to live. My first break. How about maybe you may recognize this man, Mr. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I was the trainer for Thor. You may not know that. I was the one that created the superhero. 
the God of Thunder. I spent a month in Australia with Chris, Miley Cyrus, and Lames Hemsworth. I was his trainer. Being at the right place at the right time because we were in the movie Red Dawn together. What's next? Oh, I don't know. Maybe you may recognize these two men because, yes, they were part of the Detroit Red Wings. How about Stevie Iserman? I think he believed he's the general manager of the Wings. And the man next to him, Chris Draper, four Stanley Cups, he's the assistant. They were my clients. And then when the Lions were on strike, how about running the Lion minicamps? Yes, that was me, running the Lion minicamps. Now, did I make them better? Let me explain something to you as we move forward training athletes. Because this is where I get really, really pissy. When do you ever see the guy who runs the operation? When there's a photo op with a professional athlete. When there's kids around. When there's a handicapped person, God forbid, in the room. You never see those big-name trainers who own facilities training people unless there's a camera around and they want to take a photo op. But here's the bigger picture. Those athletes that go to those places and train there, they were way better and great athletes before they ever got to me or them. I want to make them better, giving longevity, maybe pick one or two things up. But if you think for a second you want to send your son or daughter to a training facility just because they train athletes, think again. And I will educate you on that. I am blessed to still have Chris Draper 10 years later in my room. He trains alongside kids. He trains alongside young adults. He's in the same room. But again, but again, I'm here to educate you. I offered money for you to bring your son or daughter into Art of Strength. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you $50.00 to bring your son or daughter in so I can show you right from wrong. I'm going to give you the money unless I correct everything your son or daughter needs to have corrected. Then you pay me. I will, I've offered trainers to come in my room. I will pay them. You know why they won't? They're afraid someone might tell them they don't know everything. And, oh, my God, can you believe a trainer that doesn't know everything? Remember. The shirt on my back from Strong First says, we never graduate. To the day they put me away and God takes me, I will always look for more and more answers, and I will go find answers for myself, my clients, and my athletes because they deserve the best. Know who the best are. That's part of my resume. I have been at Art of Strength for seven years. Years, six years before that. So, again, how did it all change for me? I'm going to tell you. I got certified level one, level two kettlebells. Then I thought, oh my gosh, I have to go and I have to take a barbell certification because I'm training athletes. What happens if someone gets hurt? So I went. I didn't pass. But there was a situation in there where I was taught. I was taught something that no one to this day you will see on Instagram or anybody else teach. Tension and breath. And do not load things before they are ready. Don't put a weight in someone's hands before you know what they're capable of. That's where it changed. So three years later, 
again, I'm still Michael Knight. I know it all. Look at me. I trained the wings. I had the lions. I had Chris Hemsworth. Poo on you. I am the best. Look at me thumping my chest. I didn't know shit. I didn't know shit. It's all perception. Take a photo, put it out there. Oh my God, he must be good. Look who he is with. No, 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 it's not true. Some instances it might be. All you have to do is watch and break shit down. So now I have to go get recertified. Now I'm pissed. You know why? Because I have to go train, take close my gym. I have to fly out. I have to train people for free. I don't get paid. I have to pay, stay in a hotel, pay for my bills, pay, buy my own food. And we have 180 people paying $1,800. I don't get a cent. And if I happen to go in and I don't pass my certification test to make sure I know what I'm doing still and I've been staying active, I have to pay to take the course over again. I couldn't even help. Now I'm pissed for about two hours. Then I sit back and I'm going, oh, my God. Now I know why I'm here. These are the most brilliant coaches in the world. And I get to spend time with them for three days. So this little thing called the Beast Tamer. It's when you take a 106-pound uh, kettlebell or weight and you do a pull-up. Then you do a pistol. If you don't know what a pistol is, please look it up. It's a one-legged squat with 106 pounds in front of you. And then you press 106. And there was a man there that performed this feat. And when he did the pull-up with 106 pounds around his waist, it was like he was shot out of a cannon. And if you were there, you will remember it for the rest of your life. It was incredible. So now I don't go to dinner. I'm tired. I get up early. I'm just going to bed. But someone says, you know what? Go be social today, Mike. And I go to dinner, and who do I sit across from? There he is, Denzel Allen. And I looked at him, and I spoke to him for about a half an hour and realized he's probably the most intelligent, brilliant human being I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm getting into this tactical strength challenge because I'm writing a book called Change or Die that'll be out soon. And I thought, boy, it would be really cool if I got in there and I won or came in like top five. I could put it in the book and everybody go, oh, look at him. He was, in a, he was in a contest and he was in top five of the world. That would really look cool in the book. So I looked at him. I said, by any chance, do you program? Do you write programs? He goes, of course I do. I said, would you program me? Because I'm getting in the tactical strength challenge in about five weeks. And I, you know, just need some help. Sure. That was on a Saturday. Monday I came home. And in my mailbox, with a $300 bill attached to it, was my program. And I looked at this, and I went, wow. It's three events. Remember, at the time, I'm 56 years old, 256 pounds. I don't deadlift. It's the deadlift competition, best deadlift. Maximum pull-ups. Remember, I'm six foot six, and I weigh 258 pounds, going up a guy who weighed about 130. And then the kettlebell snatch test, if you don't know what that is, it's probably like running a three-minute mile. Three events all over the world. So I go to work. Work is not a problem for me. Passion, intensity is not a problem for me. And guess what happens after five weeks? I win the world title. What happens the next year? I win the world title. The first one was, oh boy, you can imagine the fucking ego now, can't you? Can you imagine winning the world? I mean, come on. 
world champion, train Chris Hemsworth, wings, lions. I am utopia. You cannot touch me. I'm untouchable. Bullshit. I called him up after the first world championship on a Monday. I walked in the gym. I go, I don't know what to do. I called that man up eight years ago to this day, roughly this week, and I said, Danzel, for the rest of my life, you will write every single workout I do, my clients do, my athletes do, and everybody that has an injury coming back from rehab. I will do what I do best. I will coach, I will teach, and I will motivate. You will give me the directions. Bingo. Coach number one. The best in the world. You will not compete with him. So there's where we're at right now. Then there's Michael Paul, my nutritionist. Same thing. I get answers. He writes my nutritional plan. I hand it off to a chef. She cooks it for me. Bingo. You won't compete against me. The same people that are available to my clients when they walk in my room. That's part of the story. So that's where I grew. That's where I grew up as a human being. It wasn't about me. It's about finding the best, surrounding yourself with the best, so you can take care of others. From the age of 8 to 82 are in my room. I've been there 17 years. It's not an accident. It's not because I'm a nice guy and I'm very friendly. I'm very intense and very passionate, but they have one thing they know I understand. I want them to be around for their kids, for their grandkids, and I want them to see them grow up because they have a purpose to stay healthy. But we're not getting the job done as a country, as a state, as a city. We're not getting the job done. But guess what? You come through my doors, I'll help you get that job done. I'm going to give you direction, but again, For some of us, we're hardwired. We're going to have to unwire that hard stuff. Kids, they learn quick if they have good teachers. Remember, remember, you're hardwired. This is called a lifestyle change. This isn't a quick fix. This isn't a vacation. I'm not getting ready for a wedding. You are getting ready to live the highest quality of life you possibly can moving forward. Stop screwing with it. Take it serious and trust. Trust in the best and know who the best are. When that happens, you will start on your path to longevity. I'm Michael Knight. We'll see you again soon. Some of you, I woke up. You take a step back and go, he he made this simple. Baby steps. Invest. Research. Get help from the best. Know who the best are. And then, then the other ones. Kind of thought it was a cute presentation. It was great, good information. It was fun. He was intense. You're going to jump back on your track. And that car is going to ride. And it is inevitable. I'm telling you right now, it is inevitable. That somewhere along that line, that car that track is gonna collide with a wall. And I'm praying to you right now, I'm praying to God, your families and everything, that there's not someone standing in front of you and looks at you and greets you with change or die.